Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, a Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. Now, I was in church on Sunday and my husband was teaching on a concept that totally blew my mind. And I was like, I've read this story before and I've, I know of this concept, but I've never thought about it this way. And I could not wait to get my microphone and come share. This is an itty bitty part of it, but to come share this and it's going to rock your world. Okay. Now we're going to be talking about God's strategy for thriving in a recession. And this is one strategy. This was a recession that was in the Bible and it is so mind blowing. It like, it's been hiding in plain sight. Okay. So this is so mind blowing. Now I'm going to take us to Genesis chapter 47 ish around there, where it talks about the story of Joseph and the famine and all of that. And a lot of people have read up to, you know, Joseph was in prison and they called him to interpret the dream and he interpreted the dream and gave them a strategy. And then they made him the prime minister at the end, but that's not what happened. Right. And so I want to kind of take you to what happened when the famine did hit, what happened because they had a strategy seven years before a recession. And what can that look like? So, so just lean in. I'm, I'm just too excited. I should, I should slow down. Okay. Now, the background is Pharaoh had a dream. And in that dream, there were seven fat cows and seven skinny cows. And the seven skinny cows ate the seven fat cows. And the funny thing is they didn't even look like they ate anything. They stayed as skinny as, and as ugly, actually, the Bible says too, as they were. And he had another dream about, you know, ears of corn, same concept. And so he couldn't, he didn't have any interpretation for the dream. His magicians and astrologers and enchanters didn't have any interpretation for the dream. And so, you know, Pharaoh was really bothered by it. He's like, I want to know what this dream means. And then he had somebody on staff who, when he was in prison, had his dream interpreted by Joseph. This was two years ago or two years before that. And he said, oh man, you know, I forgot all about this dude. He interpreted my dream. Maybe he can interpret it. And so they sent for Joseph and Joseph interprets the dream. And he says, what your dream means is that there's going to be seven years of plenty, prosperity like the world has never seen. And it's going to be followed by seven years of famine, famine so bad that people will forget the seven years of plenty. Okay. And that was all Pharaoh asked him to do is to interpret the dream. Okay. But then he applies the law of the extra mile and he says, well, this is what you should do. In the seven years of plenty, you should store one fifth. So that's 20% of all the crops and all of this, put those away in the storage houses. And so when the seven years of famine comes, you will have plenty. Now, I've always heard that, and that's the principle of saving, right? That's the principle of saving. And to me, it's like, okay, great. You should be saving 20% of what you bring in and put in away. Because if you think about it, recessions always come. They always come. There was a recession in Abraham's time. 
there's a recession in Isaac's time, that's in Genesis 26. Then there's a, a recession in Jacob's time, which is this time. Like every generation had a recession. And so the recessions come. Recessions always come, right? Okay. So the idea is put away 20%. Okay. Put away 20%. And, and, and I just stopped there though. I didn't, I didn't think any further about it. And then I went to study. I was like, okay, so hang on. They put away 20% and they had enough to eat. Is that what happened? Not really. They had enough to eat, but something else happened. Okay. All right. So I wanted to make sure I lay the foundation. So let's go to Genesis 47 here. And you'll see that there's some things that happened. The first thing that happened is the famine became very severe. The people ate all their food. And they came to Joseph. They're like, we don't have any food to eat. And Joseph was like, okay, I'll sell you grain. Where was he selling them the grain from? Out of the 20%, right? So he said, I will sell you the grain. Okay. Now, in selling them the grain, in verse 14, I want want you to hear this. It says, by selling grain to the people, Joseph eventually collected all the money in Egypt and Canaan. And he put the money in Pharaoh's treasury. Think about this. Because they had the 20%, it was an opportunity for an unbelievable wealth transfer. But they were in a position to cash in on it because they had the 20%, right? So saving the 20%, number one, put Joseph in in a position to collect all the money from Egypt, one country, and all the money from Canaan, another country. Think about it, okay? All right, so that's the first thing that happened. So they gave them all the money. Then after that, they ran out of money and the famine was still on. So they didn't have any food. They ran out of that. They didn't have any money. They ran out of that. And they came back to Joseph and they're like, our money is gone. Joseph says in in verse 16, he says, since your money is gone, bring me your livestock. I will give you food in exchange for your livestock. And so they brought their livestock. So now Joseph had the 20%, which he was using to exchange for all this, that he used to exchange for all the money. And then secondly, he used that to exchange for all their livestock. Okay. Now, they gave all their livestock and it was all gone. So if you look in verse in verse 18, it's like our money's gone and all our livestock and cattle are yours. Like all gone. And then they came back to him and said, it's all gone. But the famine is still on. Are we going to die? <laughs> and so when that was all gone, they said, buy us and our land in exchange for food. So he had all the money. He had all the livestock. And now they're like, take us and then take all our land in exchange for food. Okay? Okay. And then Joseph was like, cool, we'll do that, right? And so what he did is he took all the land. So technically, Pharaoh owned the land, right? And then he let them still work the lands. This is the deal. It says, when you harvest, whatever you harvest, one-fifth of your product, of your crop, will belong to Pharaoh. You can keep the four-fifths. So let, let's take a look at that. So he said, we're giving you ourselves and our land in exchange for more grain, okay? 
And he says, okay, I'm taking all your land. I'm taking all of you. But stay in your land, right? Work as free men. Plant in your land. And everything you get from your land, 20% of it belongs to me. Okay. So this is where I'm going with this. They saved up 20%. So they had resources. They had what you consider cash, right? They had a means of exchange that they'd stored up for when the famine will hit. Now, and they didn't save everything. They did not have a life. They saved 20%. Okay. They saved 20%. Because they did that, everywhere you see a problem, that is an opportunity. That's what that is. And when there is a recession, when there is a famine, guess what you have more of? Problems. And if that is true, guess what you have more of? Opportunity. Okay. So I want you to see what the wisdom that fair, uh, that Joseph downloaded from God, what it created. Number one, he got all the money. Number two, he got all the livestock. Number three, he got all the people and their lands. And number four, he did a strategy where he let them stay there. So they're still free people, but he got 20% forever. If that is not mind-blowing, I have no idea what is. And all of this, this massive wealth transfer, this massive breakthrough happened in the middle of a ridiculously crazy, bad, severe famine because somebody put away 20%. So my challenge to you today is on a personal level, And on a corporate level, I want you to think about being that person who can be in the midst of seven years of plenty and not become fooled by it, right? Thinking it will always be that way. That's something that happened during the pandemic for online businesses, for instance. People were home, people are on Zoom, everybody was rethinking live, people are thinking they wanted to be entrepreneurs. So the online industry exploded. You didn't even have to be really good at sales. You didn't have to be really good at marketing. You you could just hang a shingle and people come and all of those things. And people thought it would always be that way, right? But, you know, people went back to work. People spent less time on Zoom. People decided this business thing is not for me. And then the market went back to the way it always was. And so for the people who are getting away with not really doing any marketing, all this stuff, now they're like, I don't know why nothing is working. Times change, right? Times change. So the question is, when you're in that state where it looks like everything is working, are you able to be diligent and put away things because a time is coming when it may not work as well? And God always makes a way of escape, right? So are you going to put away 20% personally? Are you going to put away 20% as a company? What if an opportunity came to buy a company? An opportunity came to buy real estate. An opportunity came to acquire a team that will take your business to the next level. All of those things. Are you in a position to see it as a breakthrough? Because you've been putting away 20%. Bottom line is this, put away 20%. Like that's that's all I want. I just want to show you the mind-boggling miracle somebody had. If you can think, if you can conceptualize it, because the person put away 20%. There's no really big strategy here. It was just 20%.
right? And when it didn't seem like it was necessary, because it was so much abundance that it's like, no, it will always be this way. Even if you don't think that in year one, how about year five? How about year six, right? So put away 20%, apply that strategy and be that person who in the midst of a recession, you're not bothered because you and your family are taken care of. And, and it is a season of unprecedented opportunity. Okay. So start doing that today. Don't worry about whether you feel how it feels a certain way or if it's this cold strategy or whatever, just do it. And you'll find yourself to be this person who, when everybody is saying there's a casting down, you're saying there's a lifting up, like the scriptures say, you are that person who in the midst of a recession, you're like the promises of God are still yay and amen. And it will be such a powerful testimony. So I just wanted to bring this to you because it really blew my mind. blew my mind. And I can't wait to see you implemented. I can't wait to see what it creates in your business. And you may be thinking, well, what if I am in a recession already? I just want you to know that there's always a way. There's always a way out. Genesis 26 is one you want to really sit in and look at. It was a different strategy that God used, but that was Isaac's time. Look at that. But from now, from now, start preparing, start putting away 20%, okay? Rooting for you always. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share this with another entrepreneur. It will be so encouraging to them. And I'll see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.